0: The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, episode 222. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, where psychology and business sit down to chat. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkhadari, licensed psychologist, speaker, executive coach, and consultant to entrepreneurs, leadership, and their companies. I believe psychology is the key to adapting and thriving, both personally and in business. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for people searching for deeper conversation, deeper insight, and deeper research on psychology and business, where weekly conversations and content spark rare and profound insight, inspiring new awareness, new analysis, and new action. It is my mission to unlock the role of psychology inside every human touchpoint in business, all aimed at simplifying and harnessing psychology principles, skills, and strategies you can learn and apply so you and your business continue to grow and thrive. Grab a proverbial seat and tune in for insightful interviews, scientific research, psychology-based frameworks and reflections, and answers to thought-provoking questions so you can learn and leverage psychology for yourself and your business. Join me in welcoming back Xander Sprague, licensed professional clinical counselor, award-winning speaker, and author of three books, including the Amazon bestseller, Epic Begins with One Step Forward. Plan, achieve, and enjoy the journey. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a seven-plus-figure business and want to reach the next level for yourself and your business, if you have passions, goals, and dreams and want to continue to strive as a team, a leader, and a visionary without risking burnout, If you have overcome challenges, developed wisdom, and know that adapting is not just for surviving, but a core part of thriving, then Adaptability Coaching is for you. With psychology and neuroscience-backed tools, the 3D Adaptation Framework can show you how to tap into and harness the way our brains are uniquely designed for adaptation. You can learn to harness and leverage adaptability tools and frameworks to grow yourself and your company, you can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to hone yourself further, to proactively adapt, to thrive, instead of reactively adapting, just to survive. To learn more, go to dryeshaid.com coaching. In part one of our conversation, Xander shares how he learned to turn unexpected roadblocks into scenic detours to fuel growth. Xander also shares hard lessons and inspiring stories that illuminate how we limit ourselves and how to turn those thoughts and moments into
1: forward movement. Welcome back, Xander. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here yet again and have have so much more to share. Yeah,
0: I really the conversation that we were having last time has been just circling in my head. And I'm so, so excited to have you back here. And for those of you who haven't yet, I mean, you need to go back and listen to to our episode, to our previous episodes, where Xander, you talked about your journey, kind of what led you to going back to graduate school at age 45 and how you really kind of picked up and developed and understood for yourself and for the people that you help, how important it is to put structure together and to be able to adapt in that structure. And there are such important psychological elements to that, which ties into you know your license, as well as the, the teaching and the lessons and the training that you do. You know, A couple of things that you shared about on top of that were, were how important it is for each of us to define our own epic journey and how an epic journey is really about putting that vision together, putting a kind of structure or mapping that out to some degree, and then taking that one step today that you've kind of predetermined or understood for yourself. And we talked a lot about how many different elements there are to that and what happens when we have structure versus when we don't and how draining it is when we don't and how relieving and how much easier it is to get to where it is that we want to go when we have that structure in place. And we talked, of course, about a few other things, which, again, I really highly recommend if you have it, go back and listen to our previous conversation. All of that being said, I wanted to say, again, thank you so much for grabbing a seat with me on the business couch today.
1: Absolutely. No, so much fun. Thank you. I'm honored to be here.
0: Yeah. And one of the things I like to dive into when we come back is to dive deeper into challenges, hard-earned lessons, so that we can all learn from them. It kind of reminds me of one of the things you touched on very briefly. Uh, and I don't think we dug into is the scenic, you know, the scenic kind of offshoot or or turn off. Um, And so I wanted to understand that for you personally, and also how you think about that and how you, uh, you know, kind of how that ties into the epic journey.
1: Well, you know, here's the thing. Any journey, there are, there are those uh, scenic detours, those things that are just We couldn't have anticipated, but all of a sudden we're off the path that we're on and on a different path. And um, one of the things that I really believe is a lot of times people will say, oh, here are these roadblocks. The roadblocks are actually a mirage, right? They're they're, they're not actually blocking us from doing what we want to do, but we are putting them up in front of ourselves. So, for example, I didn't need to have my license to start to talk about EPIC or talk about the other major subject, sibling loss. In fact, I was talking about sibling loss for 10 years before I actually had my master's or whatever. I didn't need to go to graduate school to be able to talk about my own personal experience of losing my sister, right? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of have a PhD in that already, mm-hmm. but um, if I said, oh, I can't talk about this until I have a master's where I'm licensed, that, that didn't act, that wouldn't exist. That's a mirage. I put it in front of myself, but it doesn't exist. And I think for all of us, there are things that we say, oh, I can't do this. And then I challenge people to say, does that actually exist? Uh, let hmm. me go back many years and I'll just share a story. Uh, I, I grew up in, in the Boston area. I lived in San Francisco after college for uh, three years, really loved it. Went back to Boston, uh, where my family was, and always wanted to be really my heart was in San Francisco. All my friends from college, my best friend was living there. I'd go back to visit, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I miss this so much. But the roadblocks I put in front of myself was, well, I have a good job. I don't want to drive across the country again. In July of 1999, I had a bad week. I got fired from my job. My car got totaled in an accident. And my then fiance broke up with me. All of these were reasons why I couldn't move. Well, life came along and just sort of took all of those quote, quote, roadblocks out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I moved back to San Francisco six years and three hours to the day that I left. And I couldn't be happier. My life mm-hmm. was so fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I look back and say, none of those things, my job, the drive, driving the car, whatever, those didn't actually exist. They weren't preventing me from moving to San Francisco. It was me. And so Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, there are some, there are, look, I will totally admit the pandemic has been an enormous roadblock for me Mm. and navigating my way around, under, over, whatever. And through. And through has taken some time, right? Mm -hmm. And it's changed the way that I'm doing stuff. You know, I I know that people are all about Zoom and, oh, I, I could do five, talk on five, you know, five different conferences in one day and wouldn't that be fantastic and I never have to get on an airplane. And that is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. However, for me, the juice is getting to be in front of people to interact with the audience, see how they're they're doing it. On Zoom, it's much harder to sort of get that. Uh, I've been Mm -hmm. fortunate to to be asked to do some keynote speeches, but I've had to record them. And it's really hard Mm -hmm. to have... All of that, that same energy, just talking into a camera and not having any of the audience feedback. And the worst part is I have a good sense of humor. So I, I, I have some humor in there, but I have no idea of the pause for laughter. Mm-hmm. And it can get awkward if all of a sudden I'm pausing for laughter, but no one's, no one's really laughing. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like I'm, I'm some kind of a doofus. I forgot what I was saying because I'm not talking.
0: Yeah, there's so many specific challenges there. Uh, you know, it's interesting as you were talking about it, the, the phrase that came to mind is don't make a stumbling block out of a stepping stone.
1: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and, 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 the, and the key there is to stop, assess, plan, achieve and enjoy that journey that, that you're on. You know, sometimes those detours are the best thing. Take us in a direction that, that we could never have imagined. I was talking about how uh, structure is important. We as human beings are creatures of habit, we like to do stuff. I used to drive down to Silicon Valley to, to my job. And uh, even though I know better, I think we all get in, we get into ruts. I had one way to get to work because that was the most efficient way to get to work. And that's not a bad thing but it wasn't until I was literally forced to consider alternative routes because there were two huge accidents on either of the freeways I would have taken. So I had to find a different way to get home Mm -hmm. that I discovered a much prettier and just slightly longer way to get home. But I started to, like, if I had a tough day, I might take that alternate route Mm. because it was prettier Mm. and it was, it It just filled my, you know, just filled my bucket of of like relaxing and feeling good. Mm-hmm. But I find it really funny that even though I know this, and I know we all know this, we are we we just say, well, this is the way I've done it, so it's the way I'm going to always do it. We don't entertain that there's a different route. There's multiple routes to get to your destination. And if we're uh, flexible to to say, maybe the, this route that I've chosen, the structure I created, maybe there's a I get forced over to this other road. Mm-hmm. It's actually a better road. It's a lot more enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Talk about a scenic detour, right? Yeah. Uh, and in a very literal sense. And as you're talking about that, it really reminds me, one of the things that I really love to do is to dig in to the psychology and the neuroscience, you talked about us being creatures of habit. Why yeah. are humans, and for that reason, many organisms, creatures of habit, the way I understand and define a habit is, a habit is repetition that lowers the energy input cost and creates a higher or faster or more efficient output that's what a habit is when you're doing something over and over again and the reason that matters as organisms uh, for humans and other animals and other organisms of many kinds is that if we're constantly requiring a high level of input to do something then that can very quickly deplete us and if we can lower that level of input then and we can increase the output from it we can free ourselves for additional or other whether it's activities or or to do more or to do other things a great example of that is can you imagine if every time we had to walk we needed to calculate where to put our foot and how much weight to rely or or put on that foot i mean we would be able to hardly do anything else we wouldn't be able to sit at a chair and talk never mind get work done Right. Every every simple thing. And so habits are in some ways incredibly useful. What's really fascinating to me about that is habits are also predicated on, and I know we talked about this before, predicting, right? We talked about structure. There's when we were talking about structure, we talked about how important prediction is. One thing that our brain is constantly doing is it is generating a an image or a, a construct of what the world is, what's going to happen, or what we expect or anticipate to happen, which then allows us to navigate our way through it. In fact, most of the time that humans trip or stumble, it doesn't have to do with the floor or the ground or the stair. It has more to do with the way our brain was mentally modeling the world around us. And because it was doing that on autopilot, and we didn't necessarily account for slight changes or perhaps we were distracted and didn't realize we were slightly potentially under calculating, we then end up having that that slip or trip or stumble. And I wanted to tie that back in because when talking about don't make a stumbling block out of a stepping stone, there's so much that goes on there in terms of beliefs or ideas that we put in front of ourselves. The one that you used as an example is if you needed to get your LPCC before you could talk, about sibling loss, then that would create such a big stumbling block. And that would be the same thing that our brains do that causes us physically to trip or slip very often.
1: Absolutely. And then in just you, to, to dovetail a little on what you're talking about habit and stuff, it's kind of what like Daniel Coyle talks about in the talent code, right? We build that myelin for that habit on how to do it. And and all of that myelin makes that super highway, which makes it go from if if we'll will jump into the sort of techie talk, go from dial up to you know fiber optic mm-hmm. um you know transmission, it's so much faster. And that's why, that's why again that energy level is low, but the output is high because you have that super highway of how to do that task, walking, talking. Mm-hmm brushing your teeth, whatever. Yeah, And we don't, there's not a lot of, of conscious mind involved in that because, again, we have, a, our brain knows, hey, here's, here, here's exactly how that needs to happen. And that's why, again, we are uh, we, creatures of habit because of the primitive brain of it's safe. I know this. New is, is scary it activates a lot, right? Mm-hmm. The unknown, oh my gosh. But the known is a lot more relaxing. We like it. That's why change is really hard for people. That's why we fight so hard for change. And uh, I guess I'm one of those people that I, I put myself in, in uncomfortable positions all the time because. I, I just believe in myself, but there's, I, I clearly get something from it. I guess, you know, it goes, as I mentioned in my book, I talk about when I was 12, I jumped off a 60 foot cliff in, into water and I was really scared, but I had this epiphany when I was, uh, flying through the air, which was, I was fully committed to this. I could, there's nothing I could do. Gravity had taken over. I was going into the water. Mm-hmm. There's you know, no bailing
0: out halfway no, down.
1: No, you 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 can't stop, right? Mm-hmm. Like gravity is a cruel mistress, and once she's got you, you, you're you're along for the ride, whether you like it or not. So mm. um I, I obviously survived that, but i I found that I really enjoyed that adrenaline. Mm. Um, you know, in my professional career, um, I've done jobs that I honestly was wholly unqualified to do, but because I believe in myself and that I can figure stuff out, I got hired to do, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. This is a hilarious story. I was in Boston. I was um, uh, doing some temp work at Fidelity Investments. And I got hired to work on the Unix help desk on the fixed income trading floor. And I didn't know what Unix was. When they asked me in the interview, do you know what Unix is? My honest straight-faced answer was, is it two emasculated men from Rome? <laughs> if you don't, if the listeners don't know what U- Unix is, it's an operating system for computers. It's highly powerful, but it is all command line driven, meaning you have to type everything that you want, the whole path, C colon slash slash home slash, you, you like, and it is not intuitive. Mm-hmm. And not only did I was I hired to work, but I'm on the help desk, which in itself implies that I'm an expert. Yeah, because you literally need to help other people. Yeah. I know enough to help other people. But what I learned from that was part of how I got into doing the technical instruction, which is I have this gift of being able to take in information and I think I'm naturally a teacher to turn around and teach other people how to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it all started with my mom and me wanting to help my mom learn how to attach a file or open a file attachment. I taught lots of other people how to use their computer. I I hate to say my mom's slightly better, but but not as successful as I would like for her to be with her computer 30 years later, but that's Mm -hmm. okay.
0: Yeah, one thing I'm hearing is that for you, you had some experiences earlier in your life where you either really kind of pushed yourself or discovered when you were in unfamiliar and and really knew very, very much the kind of like unqualified circumstances. Oh, right? absolutely. That you discovered that you can really get on that learning curve yourself and that you can be of help or service to others who also want to be on that learning curve or maybe struggling at some point along that process. And that, to you, really showed you how naturally you are a teacher and how passionate you are about teaching and also showed you about your own gift or power to learn something quickly or to master something.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, and I think it's either... uh Stupidity or hubris or whatever you, you want to call it, um, just because I don't know how to do something doesn't really stop me from at least trying to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but I think I think that's what's key, right? I mean, as I said in in the last show, I really don't see myself as an author, and yet I've written and published books. If I stop myself from saying, oh, I'm not, I'm not a writer. I wouldn't have done that, but I didn't let that stop me. I said, I'll find a way to do it. And I did. And I have.
0: Yeah, I, I'm i so struck by that. So I'm just going to repeat that again. Just because I don't know how to do something doesn't stop me from trying to do it. I think it's so powerful when we are willing to step into our own unknown self Where we don't experience ourselves as having mastered or being even particularly adept or knowledgeable or skilled at something. And for so many people, what they learn is if you're not already good at it, don't bother. And what can happen when we engage in that process is we end up holding ourselves back. And what could be an epic journey becomes a journey that's full of reversing backwards instead of plowing on forwards when the road goes from paved to gravel to dust yeah thanks for joining us today on the business couch with dr yishai if you enjoyed today's episode take a moment to rate and review the podcast it helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make, so that we can make better decisions and get better results.